afternoon. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus. And welcome back to the Word of Truth, the show where you will only hear the truth that's found in Scripture. Last week, Pastor Pace continued his series on the application of the blood. This week, he will put a bow on top of this essential message so you don't want to miss it. The Word of Truth is hosted by Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, where we are a church for all nationalities. For more information about us, you can go to our website, gtacdallas.com. And now, here's Pastor Joel Pace on the Word of Truth. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, and I welcome you to the Word of Truth broadcast. We certainly thank the Lord for his grace and his mercy, his love, his kindness. And we certainly hope that you are being blessed as we are into this new year of 2021. We don't know what we're going to face, but we know that God still sits on the throne. He's still in control and all things are going to work together for the good because God is a good God all the time. Oh, yes, he is. Amen. Well, I want to finish up the Um, subject that I've been talking about for the last few weeks on the application of the blood. And again, we find our opening scripture text in Exodus chapter 12 and verse 3, where God says, Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. In verse 7, he said, And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper doorposts of the houses, wherein they shall eat it. And the reason for this was because the death angel was to come by and to slay all the firstborn in Egypt. And this was the tenth plague that God was going to pour out on Egypt, uh, slaying, killing the firstborn of, of all men and beasts. And the children of Israel if they had the blood applied to their house on the doorposts and the upper doorposts, then the angel would see the blood and pass over that house. And so this, of course, is known as the Passover. And they were to celebrate this uh, in all of their generations, amen, as a memorial and a time of remembrance of when uh, God brought Israel out of the land of Egypt and by slaying the firstborn on that 10th plague, And they all left Egypt, amen, to go towards the wilderness on their way to the promised land. Amen. And so the the key here is that in order for the firstborn to stay alive, they had to be in the house and the blood had to be applied. And when the death angel came by and saw the blood, he would pass over that house. The blood had to be applied in the right place. It had to be applied on the doorpost and the lintel, which is the upper doorpost. And it had to be applied right there. It could not be applied on the fence, on the roof. It couldn't be poured on the ground. No, it had to be applied right where God said it for it to be. And you see, this is how a lot of different religions can start and a lot of different beliefs. Because people come up with their own ideas and opinions. And they, they, would, they know that the key is for the angel to see the blood. And so some would say, well, it doesn't matter where it's applied as long as the angel sees it. Let's put it on the roof to make sure that he sees it there. Or let's put it on the fence 
to make sure he sees it there. And many can come up with their different beliefs on this, but yet it had to be applied on the doorpost and the lentil, just like God said. And you see the different beliefs where people will say that, well, all you have to do is believe to be saved. You don't have to be baptized. You don't need the Holy Ghost. This is the same reasoning and concept that people use to try to make it easier or more to their liking on the God's plan of salvation of being saved. Amen. This was a night of salvation for the firstborn of Israel. Amen. The firstborn would be saved if the blood was applied on the doorpost and the lintel. Amen. It could not be applied anywhere else. Amen. Now, last week we talked about how that the application of the blood. Amen. Now to us. Amen. That live in the church age. Amen. Of course, we can't get the blood of a, of a lamb and apply it to our body. No. But we must get the blood of the lamb, which is Jesus Christ. And so there has to be a connection to the blood. And we read in, the, in our Bible in 1 John chapter 5 and verse number 7, where it says, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit and the water and the blood, and these three agree in one. Because remember that Jesus, he came by water and blood, water and blood. And you see, so the connection to the blood of Jesus is through the water. Amen. Because the blood and the water agree in one and is the spirit that beareth witness both in heaven and on earth. Amen. That the father and the word are one and the water and the blood is one. So Jesus came by, by water and blood. And there's a spirit that is the witness. And so we see now that the connection to the blood is through the water. And so that is the reason why, amen, we can see connection with blood and water. As Moses, he poured, uh, he sprinkled rather, blood and water upon the people. Amen. Jesus Christ, when he was, uh, uh, when he was um put the spear into his side, when the soldier put the spear into his side, out came blood and water. Amen. And so we see that the water and the blood agree in one. And that's why Jesus said in John 3 and verse 5, except a man is born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And so being born of water is water baptism. Amen. Water baptism. The Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. And so in order to get remission, there had to be a shedding of blood. And we know that the blood of Jesus Christ was shed on Calvary for the sins of the world. Amen. And so now there's got to be a connection to that blood for that blood to be applied to our house, which is our temple. Amen. Amen. Our temple, our temple of our soul. Hallelujah. It's got to be applied to our soul, our heart, our temple. It must be, must be applied to us individually. Every individual, if they're going to be born again, they've got to be washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. 
Amen. Hallelujah. For we're justified by the blood. Amen. Amen. Nothing can take away the sin but the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we see that we are, that we are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. We have redemption through the blood of Jesus Christ, even the forgiveness of sin. And so the connection to the blood is through the water. Amen. And then the Bible tells us in Acts 10 and 43, it says to him, give all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. And so we see that it's through his name, through the name of Jesus, that we receive remission of sins. And so you have to see what God is doing here. Amen. As far as, as how he's laying this out in the scriptures. Amen. So we see that, that the water, the blood, and the name of Jesus, hallelujah, amen, is a combination. Amen. That is powerful. Hallelujah. Amen. When it comes to connecting to the blood of Jesus. Amen. We know we can't go back to Jerusalem and Calvary, amen, and get the blood from there. No, the blood is long gone. Yes, it is. Hallelujah. But God has made a way now where the blood of Jesus can be applied to your soul, and that's through the water. Amen. Remember, Jesus said, except a man is born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. He cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. So you must be born again of water and spirit. And being born again of water, amen, we see is water baptism. Amen. And the scripture in Acts 2.38, it says it all. Hallelujah. Amen. On the day of Pentecost, when Peter preached, amen, the men, they were pricked in their heart, convicted in their heart, and they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So you see, baptism in water in the name of Jesus Christ, brings the remission of sin. Amen. The word remission means the removal, the remittance, or the forgiveness, or washing away of sin. Amen. We see that water baptism washes away sin because in Acts, amen, chapter 22 and verse 16, Ananias, when he went to Paul, amen, to, con to convert him and finish his conversion, Ananias told Paul, he, see, he said, he asked him, he said, why tarriest thou? Arise, amen, and be baptized, washing away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Amen. And so you see, no one is saved by accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Nobody is saved by just believing in their heart that Jesus Christ, amen, died and rose again from the dead. Hallelujah. That's not being born of water and spirit. You don't get the blood of Jesus applied that way. No, no, no. Hallelujah. It's an act of salvation that you've got to act out. Amen. You must be born again, except you're born of water and spirit. You cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. And so the connection to the blood, the application of the blood is in water baptism in Jesus name. Amen. And you find throughout the book of Acts, everybody that was baptized, amen, was always baptized in the name of Jesus, not Father, Son, Holy Ghost. 
Jesus said in Matthew 28 and 19, except he said, amen, therefore, go ye therefore teaching all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Name singular. Hallelujah. Name singular. The name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Father, Son, Holy Ghost is not a name. Those are only titles of who God is. Amen. Amen. There's no power in titles. So that's why in the book of Acts, you'll see that they always baptize in Jesus' name. In Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 8, Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 19, Acts chapter 22. Hallelujah. Baptisms in the name of Jesus. Why? Because neither is there salvation in any other. For there's none of the name of the heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. But the name of Jesus Christ. And that is your connection to the blood to apply the blood to your soul. Hallelujah. The application of the blood has to be in the name of water baptism in the name of Jesus. Just like the application of the blood had to be on the doorpost and the lentil. You've got to be baptized in Jesus name in order for the blood to be applied to your soul. Hallelujah. The application of the blood is water baptism in Jesus' name because that's the connection to the blood. There's no other way. Hallelujah. Amen. You must be born again of water and spirit. Hallelujah. I hope you get this today. Amen. That you may know the truth about salvation and the truth about the application of the blood. I'm Pastor Joel Pace. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Pace. What a great ending to a powerful sermon. The blood of Jesus is applied through water baptism in the only name whereby we must be saved. Well, that concludes today's edition of the Word of Truth. If you would like more information or to receive a personal home Bible study, please give us a call. Our phone number is 214-391-0017. And we want to invite you to our in-person services where you are sure to feel the power of God. We are taking COVID-19 safety precautions, so go to our website, gtacdallas.com, for all the information. And again, we thank you for joining our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, It would really help us if you would leave a five-star review and a comment. We would love to hear from you. On behalf of Pastor Joel Pace and Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, we'll see you next week. God bless.